Hey everyone, it's Mallow, your host of Identico After Dark and the creative director here for Identico. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that this episode is brought to you in part by Gamers Heaven and their newest location just north of Seattle, Washington. There, in a family-friendly and welcoming environment, you can play tabletop or video games, read manga, or just relax with friends and sample some amazing drinks from their boba tea bar. If you want to learn more, log on to GamersHeavenSeattle.com to see hours and location. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome back to Chaos Inc. Boy, has a lot happened in the last couple of sessions. Really quick, we will recap uh, what's happened. So last session, the team woke up and found out that Maxi had uh, left them a note saying that he was leaving for a little while. Um, and that if they needed to borrow his guns, go ahead. Um, thinking nothing much of that, because, you know, Maxi, they decided to head off to a museum and possibly scout some locations for Omni's uh, new headquarters in Silicon City. While at the museum, um, they ran a wonderful con to get some tales that they discovered off of them um, and have the museum security basically push the tales out. From there, they went to have a lovely lunch at a burger place that Apex knew, and they thought it would be even more fun to send takeout to their tales vehicle to let them know they'd been made. Using all of their wiles and cons, they did manage to find out that Redcap was still following them, although they weren't really able to ascertain why quite yet. Um, Apex contacted Alondra and was given some more information about some of the folks, and they were able to determine that the people they were that were following them were being housed at a building owned by the Identical Corporation. Um, Apex and Chone had a really lovely conversation about their motivations for all of these things and why Apex doesn't trust Corpse and maybe why Chone might have a reason to do so. Uh, Zed, taking matters into his own hands, decided to contact the United Nations (laughs) Information and Observations Group and negotiate a deal for help and protection. Uh, So they were met by a IOG operative who agreed to work with them And in exchange, uh, Apex uh, offered up some information that the IOG desperately wanted to have. Uh, But in exchange, Apex asked for help taking down Upgrade Yourself Industries in revenge for what happened to her sister. Uh, Zed asked for a job and Chone asked for exclusive bidding rights on the IOG's next military contract. That's where we're going to pick up today uh, with our great cast of characters. We will start with Steph. Who is playing Apex? Heidi Ho, neighbor. Caleb playing Zed Lane. Thou shalt not make a machine to counterfeit a human mind. Damn. You wrote that down special for this, didn't you? Damn. Here. Nice. I read it. Nice. And Caleb and with the good Kaylee playing Space. Joan. Space, the final frontier. It has nothing to do with these voyages of these weird ass people in the middle of Silicon City, but it's always a good intro. It is always a good yeah. intro. And last but not least, Michael playing Maxi. Welcome in, bienvenue. Come Welcome, on in. Come on in. <sighs> um, 
I'm actually going to start with Maxi. Maxi, currently you see darkness. Do I smell anything? Uh, sea air. Do I hear anything? No, you think they've put noise-canceling earmuffs over your head. Am I sitting? Am I on my knees? Am I on my stomach? You are, you are sitting in what it feels like a plastic lawn chair. Okay. Where you uh, are zip-tied. I was to say, still zip-tied. Feet, hands and feet yeah. still zip-tied. Okay. Hands and feet still zip-tied. And that's where we're going to leave Maxi for the moment. Oh. Uh, to the rest of the team, we're going to fast forward uh, about 12 hours after your meeting with the IOG. You've had time to rest and reflect. Get a good night's sleep after what was a very long day. What would you like to do? Chone got up extra early for them. And so like nine. <laughs> nope. Seven. Whoa. What? Whoa. And make sure that hanging pristinely outside Zed's door so that when he opens it, he finds it is his new outfit. Yes. And then Chun goes back to bed. Can you remind the viewers or anybody <laughs> listening what the outfit looks like that you purchased for Zed? I really don't think I can do it justice anymore. Um, it has now become... It's become a fable. Uh, it's become a story used to frighten small metrosexual children. And it, it's think a zoot suit, but not just a normal zoot suit. This one's made of the finest fake velour uh, done in the zebra stripes, but they're yellow and orange. They're off colors. Like neon, and they just, right? They're like a neon, yeah. Yes. And out of the hat, <laughs> which is a very, very fancy, slightly floppy hat, is a very large purple feather. Oh, purple feather. Love that. Oh, and, it, and it's three times the length of the hat. Nice. Said would rock that. Uh, oh, he'd so, kill it. Joan, you have hung the outfit artfully outside of his door, outside of Zed's door. Um, a, it it gives you no small amount of fear, like just a, the slightest grin just across your face. And then peaceful grin. Ostensibly, Chon sits on the couch with a perfect view of it, uh, but knowing themselves as they do, tasks one of the cameras in the apartment to record Zed's reaction and promptly uh -huh. falls asleep. <laughs> uh, Apex. Um, I feel like Apex crashed at this apartment um, okay. because she was up late, you know, just whatever on the computer research and uh, games, whatnot. Um, so uh, 7 a.m. is way too early, but if Chone did start making coffee, I feel like that smell would have woken me up and I, I would have gotten up for the sake of coffee. Oh, yeah. Ch Chone, I mean, you were staying over, so Chone gave you their bedroom and they oh. were out on the couch, which isn't all that comfortable. Oh, nice. But yes, definitely is has coffee to try and stave off uh, sleepiness uh, and it's not working, but it's valuable. Okay. 
But one, yeah, once I smell that coffee, I'll just like start stumbling out of the room and kind of and grab a cup of coffee and. Chone is like laying back on the couch, kind of like head back, just kind of splayed there, slightly snoring. And you see the magnificent vista of the suit in front of Zed's door. Joan. There's actually one of the lights, one of the track lighting pieces has been redirected to shine on it gently. Oh, yeah, yeah. You gotta have good lighting. <laughs> I um, that. And I, I will, like, as soon as I hear him, I, I have my, my glow ready to, like, snap a little picture when he comes out. <laughs> So Zed has been up since, I think, five-ish. He gets up early to do his uh, workouts and uh, skin routine, skin care routine. This is the moneymaker. <laughs> um, so I open the door. Click. I just like move it aside like it's on a rack and kind of ignore it and uh, go into the kitchen to start making some coffee. Fortunately, the coffee is already beginning to be brewed because Joan. Oh, I make better coffee. Oh, okay. So you you come out of the room and see the suit that Joan has hung for you. Chone's asleep, by the way. They didn't notice you came out. Oh, I will take the uh, I will take the suit off wherever you hung it and put it on top of you like a blanket since you're on the couch. Oh, uh, as soon as that happens, Chone kind of curls up around it, around <laughs> side, like the fetal position, <laughs> like kind of rubbing their cheek against it. Yeah, I'm just going to go make a nice French press of good coffee, find some breakfast, some eggs, toast. So you all get through breakfast. What would you like to do next? The weight of of your decisions is starting to weigh down. You are starting to remember. <laughs> uh, really I... relive the deal that you made last night. But Maxie is not back yet, right? Uh, you haven't checked his room. His yeah, door's I'll still go shut. Over to his room. I'll go over to his room. There is no answer. Can I... Is it unlocked? Maxie, is your door unlocked? He's muted. <laughs> it's because he's, he's, he's bagged and tagged. Of course he's muted. <laughs> yes, Maxie's door is unlocked. He did give them permission to borrow his armaments. Oh, that's mm-hmm. true. So there you go. Yeah, door's yeah, unlocked. I'll stick my head in. Is Maxie there? Oh, but he's there. The, the room is immaculate and uh, Maxie's selection of armaments is laid out across the bed. Neatly 
cleanly. I, things are labeled. I was going to say, is it labeled? Which which is which? Yeah. Okay. Like with an old school Dymo labeler that they haven't made in like 80 years. Does it look like with, any of them are missing? Like he went out with some of his guns? Unless you know what Maxi had with him as far as his armament goes, it doesn't look like anything would be missing. Okay. So there's not like like large rifle, large shotgun, smaller rifle, blank, pistol, pistol? Yeah, <laughs> like an no, em- a big empty there's spot. No big, there's no big empty spot. No. Okay. It looks okay. as though he laid out what he left behind. Okay. All right. So we should probably... I'll walk back out to the living room. Uh, has anyone heard from Maxi? He's not in his room. Doesn't look like it. Bed's been slept in. Uh, Did I hear Maxi didn't come back? Yes, this horrible suit killed him. Good job. You mean this beautiful, soft, fuzzy blanket? He he died of sadness because he didn't try it on. I'm gonna be next, son. Well, let's let's do some research before you uh, leave this mortal coil so we can still move forward with this venture. Only if you try the hat on at least once. Please. Let's try to find Maxi first, and if we do, I'll wear the hat. Yes. Okay. Promise. Um. Promise? I promise in as much as any corporation ever promises anything. Okay, he's not going to wear it. Yeah, he's totally not going to wear it. <laughs> what kind of a promise is that? Okay, so are we thinking, like, let's text Maxi, or are we super concerned and we should, like, track him? We should totally track his glow. Yeah, he said okay. he had a, I think, he, what, where was the note? Did I leave the note somewhere? Didn't it say he, had, he was at a job? It's in the kitchen next to the bagels. Yeah, if he was at a job, I feel like he would have at least, like, come back to, to clean his weapons, right? Like, that's a Yeah, but that also means thing. I don't want to text him if he's in the middle field operations. Uh, oh, okay, see, fair, fair. Yeah, why don't we see if we can find where he is? Chon's okay. gonna try and uh, track his glow. Give me a networks check. I can do that. I have them. Although what I don't have, ooh, never mind. That one. Ooh. Uh, can can I? Which try? which makes <laughs> sense <laughs> because if I recall the, well, I'll let I'll let Alex talk about it. Uh, 24 total. Actually, it would have been a 20, but yeah, not one. 24 total? Yeah. One moment. So you start searching, and so you're running a, an algorithm on it. And... Hang on one second. I'm checking something. I apologize for the delay. Um, having a hard time locating it. Your system. Uh, he must have smashed um, his glove. Your system comes I can't up. Find it. Your system <laughs> comes up with nothing. Hmm. Um. Hmm. 
Did he have any other tech on him that we could... Uh... You could run a software check to see where the, the last report was. That it, that it pinged. Where it pinged off the tower. Go for it. You might have better luck than me. Let's see. Uh, 28 total. Here we go. Okay. Uh, so your system starts doing it. So you're starting to get a track on everywhere that it was. Um, at one point, it went to the north side of Silicon City. And then it triangulates and it kind of bounces around because as you get further from the towers, it like the the radius of where it could be widens. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're pretty sure he was in the middle of the bay for at least three hours. Um, the last place you were able to ping it, there it is, uh, is you get about a one mile radius north like in the north north part of Silicon City. Still next to the bay, next to San Pablo Bay. So like it he could be on just on the shore. Based but on that it's radius. It's registering as it's registering as an in, is inactive right now. That was okay. its last reported the, location. The last yeah. last location. Okay. The last um, location was it about 7 a.m. yesterday morning? Not this morning, yesterday morning. Ooh, that is a cold oh. trail. Okay, we need to, um, I think, start looking for him. Hopefully he had a boat. And hopefully he wasn't just, like, murdered and tossed in the bay and washed up on shore. I think it's more likely that he murdered somebody and put them in a boat to toss them out in the middle of the bay. And dropped his glow. Like, Craig, he's not yeah. that clumsy. He's, he's, Maybe. Got, he's got that case. He's got that, that uh, I forget what it's called. It's named after a sea animal. It's got that really, really good case. He wouldn't drop Pelican. his glow. Oh, the clownfish box. Um, I have an idea. Yeah, I have an idea. Uh, maybe we maybe we call in a favor. Maybe we outsource this to our little uh, firebrand friend. I don't know. I mean, if he's kind of missing, do we really want Maxie, who may be a little bit worked up and feeling like he's in trouble, seeing that guy who tried to kill him? Yeah, I mean, like I could. I could call in a, fr- a favor with some of my friends, but again, like, if Maxie doesn't know them, I don't know how he'll react. Um. Joan gets up and goes into Maxie's room okay. and comes back out a minute later with one of Maxie's pelican cases that has a gun in it. They put a gun that was on the bed into a case and doesn't know if it fits or anything. <laughs> and like, we need to go find him. Uh, could we could we do a little bit of reconnaissance first? Could we send a drone over there? Could we hijack a drone that might be in the area? Could we try to get some eyes on this area? I mean, you can always just use satellite view from, you know, the, yeah. the traffic software. Like, it's internet. Yeah, why don't we try to take okay. a, why don't we try to take a peek over there first before we 
well, I mean, gear up. It's going to take us a while. I figured we'd get going and do it on the way. But like if a you want to do hack, it now, except it's a walk and hack. I was thinking <laughs> actually having somebody drive us. I didn't know oh. how to walk. There. Yeah. Well. Okay. Drive. I mean, there. we're down here, and it's up here. I mean, there's yeah, like bridges and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Right. So. Let's let's kind of because we don't want to just go out there not knowing where we're going because this is a pretty big big radius. So let's take right. a look at the area, see if there's any kind of clues, and then as soon as we have it narrowed down, head out and yeah. So we can call a call to us research. It'll probably yeah. be about there at the same time they wrap up. And then yep. we can you call up, a go. you call a uh, a self driving cab service. They're pretty common. It'll be there in about ten minutes. As you look on Moogle Earth, um, <laughs> Lugal. His, Lugal, Lugal, yeah. Lugal. There you go. Yeah, Moogle is copyright by uh, you know Square. <laughs> square. Please don't sue me, Square. Um, yeah, we love you. Max's last glow location is in the area of what appears to be a yacht club and some very fancy corporate housing next to the water. Oh, I know a guy at the yacht club. He would. I bet I bet your friend likes fancy suits in neon colors. I bet he doesn't. Jonah's attempting to stealthily put the hat on Zed while he's being distracted by this conversation. (laughs) Give me a stealth check. Yes. Then give me a perception check. <laughs> I have stealth. Not very well, but I have it. That would have been a great time to roll a 20, and mm. I failed that. That's a 15. 29. Get that shit away. <laughs> it's on high alert. <laughs> so it's it's that thing where, like, Zed is not even paying attention, but, like, his washer catches it. <laughs> so as you're coming in with the hat, he's just like, whap, not even looking at you. Get that shit out of here. There is a strict dress code at the Yacht Club. This is a dress code. Oh, this is a dress emergency. <laughs> it could actually, it's probably a dress crime, but still. Hey, you mean, you mean cool. code is in emergency room code, right? Like this yes. suit is coding? <laughs> Yep. You want to call your yacht club fancy friend and see if they have seen anything? Um, they are not the type to be awake this. Really. Uh, let's say recovering from the previous night's shenanigans. That being said, I know their access codes, and I am. Yep. Hang on. We're having some minor technical difficulties, folks. Caleb popped out there. Zed's a a robot. Zed is a robot. (laughs) That explains why he doesn't want to wear the hat. It bothers the solar panel. There you go. Mm, It's a conspiracy. Uh, Are you back with us, Caleb? We're still fiddling. Am I? Um, oh, there you are. There you go. There we are. Whew. One of those uh, microphone days. 
Um, <laughs> so your car sharing service arrives and you all pile in. What are you doing on your way out? It is gonna, actually quite a drive. Yeah, it looked it. I'm going to scan like the the news nets and stuff to see if there was a report of anything out there. Um, we might end up having to uh, reach out to Zed's police contact. And that was Zed's contact, right? Or was that Maxie's? I had one early on, okay. yeah. Yeah, we might have to reach out to her to see if there's any like police reports in the area of any gunfights or anything like that. Okay. So you're calling Zed's Well, I'm going to just... I, I'm, I'm doing like a data search first before I go jump to that next step. Give me a software check. Okay, these dice are really hating me tonight. Uh, 20. Nothing. Okay, you guys are retired. Go away. <laughs> um, I will say, so it's a... From from where you are to there, it's 22 miles, and uh, traffic has you taking two hours to get there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I work on leveling my crafting. Um, <laughs> what if we steal a boat? <laughs> Can we get there faster? Can, Can anyone drive, drive a, boat? a boat? Boats are easy. Mexican. <laughs> You're no help. <laughs> you just point in the direction you, you go. here, we wouldn't need to steal a boat now, would we? <laughs> uh, Maybe? Are you making any calls or any other like software checks? Apex, do you want to try anything? Uh, whilst you're on your way near Pinole. Yeah. Uh, I mean, since we've got like forever in the car. Um, uh, are there any like more? I don't know if we need to be closer in order to do this. Are there any more like specific security cameras I could hack into, like the ones at the yacht club? I mean, or... you've got a name of the yacht club there, so you could try and backdoor into their surveillance system if there's a public portal. So give me a networks check. Okay. It's easier to do when you're right there and you can see their lines and stuff, but it's possible. Uh, 27? With a 27, what you're able to do is by using like the like street view, you can see what make and model the cameras are, and they do operate off of a web portal. And you are able to find it. So do you want to try and brute force your way in, or are you trying to... Um... Oof. If once we get closer, it would be easier for me to brute yes. force my way in, right? Okay. Yeah. So I'm just going to hold on to that knowledge for the moment. And then as soon as we get to what I feel like would be a good distance away, then I'm just going to barge my way into their system. Okay. Um, again, it takes you about two hours. Um, you pull up, not at the Yacht Club, because that's actually restricted access because it's behind Corp Housing. Um, I will do another snip. So you see a very large, like, corporate development in the area where you're at. Um, you are able to pretty quickly determine that that corporate development is owned by Detention, which is a uh, corporate 
prison operations company. So is this a prison or is this like housing this, for prison? Like for no, this staff? is housing for their employees. Is their logo a D10? No. But it is a it is a, <laughs> a D and a ten behind some bars. It's it's really a cheesy logo. Good. But they are <laughs> they're a very large uh, for profit prison corporation. I just mm. feel like they missed the they missed easy branding. Yeah, I think they did too. it was it was right there. There is a detention prison just down the road like less than three miles away. I think I want to look at the the cameras first before we start going off a different direction. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Kaylee, give me a high or a low. Hi. Okay. All right. Uh, Once you're close enough, you can like physically see the network that's basically running all the surveillance. It looks like it's probably all wired together. All the surveillance for the neighborhood itself that's mounted on the street cameras, as well as what's probably mounted at the yacht club. So give me a networks check to try and get into their gateway. I could have been better. 24. Not quite. Okay. Are you, are you using your tech head? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a three on the D20, so... <laughs> I feel your dice, pain. Yeah. Um, okay. Does anything, like, negative happen, or I just can't get in? It doesn't look like you... It just looks like you can't get in. You can't tell. It doesn't look like you sprung any... Any, um... Counter-hacking okay. software, but... Tough to say okay. without being inside. Uh, so, I'd like to believe use... It's- some of my ID points. Okay. Uh, friends in maybe high places for my buddy that okay. lives here. Okay. Um, so this is going to be a friend that uh, Zed has known for maybe three or four years. We've run in the same kind of high corporate echelon party circles. Um. We've done some favors for each other over over the years. You met at like a corporate retreat in the Bahamas. Oh yeah, it it was that you know <laughs> retreat to move forward kind of thing. Tons of corporate jargon, and uh, you know we all got black belts in civic engineering bullshit stuff like that. <laughs> uh, it's all about cooperation and supporting the team. Um. So yeah, this uh, this guy's name is Reginald. Um, he may not have totally meant it, but he definitely said the words that I'm allowed to use his pass to get into the clubhouse. So I'm taking that at face value. Okay. Uh, so you make the call. He's like, hey man, how's it going? I didn't know you were in Silicon City. Uh, yeah, yeah, bud. I'm doing some work. Um, need to impress a client, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. Yeah. So I figured I might take them into the club, hang out for a little bit, see if I can seal the deal. Yep. Uh, he goes, hang on a second. And through his glow, he texts you a guest pass. Ooh. 
got his little QR code on it to to present to security. Thanks. I owe you uh, a couple rounds and uh, whatever party hey, favors man, you need. If you're going to be in uh, in town later, uh, we should totally go hit up the driving range. Oh, absolutely. All yeah, right, man. Um, yeah, give me shoot, a shout. Shoot, shoot me a message and I'll I'll uh, I'll buy it. I'll buy rounds, whatever you want. Sounds good, man. So yeah, we will just use that to get into the the club area. Okay. Um, you pull up the kind of the private drive or the gatehouse into this. Uh, Corbin area is and are stopped by detention security. Uh, they, unlike many corps, actually just run all their security internally as opposed to contracting it out. Uh, when you pull up to the thing, the guard approaches the the RoboCab and says, uh, ID or pass? I don't even talk to him. I just flash it. He takes his glow and scans the QR code. Uh, all right, you're cleared. Go ahead and uh, head straight down Gately Drive and uh, hit Waterfront, and you'll be right there. Yep. Have a nice day, sir. You too. And we keep going. Right. Uh, you pull up to the Yacht Club. It's, you know, there's about seven or eight long docks. And there's probably 30 or 40, you know, various, like, sailboats pleasure craft, day craft, a couple of bigger yachts um, parked there. There is a very nice clubhouse that sits on piles on the dock above the water. What you doing? Piles of what? It's killing me. <sighs> so now that we are inside are we able to reattempt any of our tracing? Is it any easier? I Apex ask. And Chung can, Apex and Chunk can try again, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll give it a shot, too. Give me some rolls. Oh, much better. Uh, let's see. Math, math, math. You wanted a networks check first? Yep. Okay. Hang on, I could do math. 37. Okay. Oh, that was 34, very nice. and I yeah. thought it was good. I the action. <laughs> so, well done. Between the two of you, you do manage to <laughs> blow their gateway wide open. And you're looking at it, and it's like, why do these people always use the same nine passwords? Um, it's... It's not top tier corporate security. You grade this as like mid level. Um, there's a bunch of different servers that have different functions in it. One of them's for the HOA. One then you know that's got the list of everybody who lives here. There's the security systems which control the gates into the property during off hours. There's the surveillance system. There we go. Going for the surveillance system. Trying to pull camera footage from the time Maxi's glow was last seen. Give me a software check. I don't want to. <laughs> 15. <laughs> 
you you can see what the cameras are showing you right now, but you're having a hard time pulling back. Apex, would you like to try? Yeah. Please, dear God, yes. You doing okay over there, Joan? Uh, it's it's the lack of hat in my life. Oh, I feel yeah. It's, it's, it's training my mojo that it's not. It's not it wouldn't have fit in this cab. Got me down. It's just. Oh, um, it would it would fit in this cab. I know it would. That's a thirty-six for me. Okay. <laughs> um, you roll it back. Um, Maxi comes into view. You got basically about a ninety-second thing. It looks like Maxi comes into view from the southwest. It looks like he was running up the beach. Um, when he comes into view, he's still pretty wet. It looks like he came out of the water not long before this video was shot. Um, he is being trailed by multiple drones who are following him. Um, the last thing you see is Maxi smashes his glow in the parking lot and then two black SUVs pull up filled with some sort of operatives and they bag Maxi and toss him in the back. Should we get a license plate? Can we get a perception check? Oh. Enhance. <clears throat> Enhance. <laughs> zoom in, zoom in first, and then enhance. Enhance. Oh, that's that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, that's not the greatest. That's a twelve. No. Can I try on this too? Since I'm looking 15. at the video feed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have perception. I sometimes do. Mm -hmm. Oh, twenty-five. Mm. Twenty-one, but nat twenty. Oh, that's shown you are <laughs> able to get clean like codes off of the plates. Now, you can't tell by just looking at it who it registered to, but you do have the plate. Yep. Um, I'm going you to go back. Make model. You know, there were eight commandos four in each SUV. Uh, and actually, Chone, you spot um, patches on the uniforms. Uh, any insignia? I mean, what's the insignia on them? I'm I figure it's probably black on black, but run it through a search check software. It's uh, it's pronouns. They're all wearing their pronouns on a badge, on a patch. Aww. Thirty. <laughs> Thirty. Uh, yeah. It's uh, upgrade yourself industries. Uh, so Chun's doing the search, and all of a sudden they're just like. Um, what'd you what'd you find? Okay, I Chun very carefully like reaches over to Apex and removes anything breakable that she can reach. <laughs> yeah, remember how you told me you really don't like Apex Industries and you wish they would all die? You mean upgrade yourself? <laughs> oh, sorry. What did I say? Wait, Apex. Apex. <laughs> Apex Industries. Oh my god, uh, sorry. It's late in the day for me. I'm sorry. Nope, no worries. Uh, Remember, like, yeah, the Oklahoma yeah. Pickup Industries, and you want to yeah, the the whole they like they murdered my sister thing. They yeah. have Maxi, and They're she and Joan throws the patch up 
uh, to be viewable. They're going down. They're going down. We're going to go get him. And they're all going down. So, Upgrade came and took Maxie. Uh-huh. From this location to somewhere else. Of course they did. Of course they did. God. Uh, they definitely didn't pick him up in a uh, gentle manner. Uh, when they stepped out of the SUVs, they had weapons leveled at him. Maxi smashed his glow. So he can, yeah. Are, are the pieces of his glow, did it get left behind? Nope, they picked him up. Sons of a... <laughs> Um, I'm going to revisit my favorite tracking algorithm that I used to find those faces back in episode one. So and all gonna... of these guards are wearing full face nope, cover. Nope. Not, not doing faces. I'm going to retask oh. it to uh, traffic cameras for these vehicles. Oh, give me a software check. Nice. Can I spend a force point on this to upgrade my dice? <laughs> ID points. <laughs> for rerolls. I'll allow it. Uh, software that is a 35. This might be dark side though. A little bit. Very, very Apex good. is going dark side. I'm great Jedi <laughs> anyway, so I can use both. I'm just straight. Um, yeah. You were able to track them from the point where they left there. So it looks like they left that location, headed northeast till the they crossed the uh, Carquinez, yeah, the Carquinez Bridge, hooked up to the 29, and kind of took the long, lazy way around the North Bay. Okay. Um, before they cut across the foothills, basically like right on the edge of where Silicon City doesn't exist anymore. Okay. And the last place you've got them on cameras is near a little town or little district called uh, Muir Beach. Hmm. Okay. Is there like a known Upgrade Yourself Industries location there? Nope. What's what's prevalent in that area? Uh, There's a little bit of corp housing at Muir Beach. Um... There's like some scenic, like basically scenic drive, scenic lookouts on the on Highway One. Any like uh, warehousing or anything like that? Any Retirement communities, as far as the eye can see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me another software check. Nat twenty, thirty-five. Nice. Um. Hmm. After poor rolls, the dice are warming up. Yeah, screw it. I'm going to do it there. Um, Which means when combat happens, I will get shot and killed. So (laughs) There is a weird compound looking thing just east of there that you can't find any, like, you can't really figure out what it's there to do. And diving into like public records and everything it's it's like just it's the equivalent of pixelated out in a picture basically 
you don't see that anybody actually owns it. It's there based on the last satellite images you see, but... I'll send it to both of their glows. It's like, I think they have Maxi at a black site. Let's go. Let's, let's be careful. I've got my pistol. I got my knife. Let's, I got, let's I got be cautious. I got a virus. Can can I please? You know, let I, me hack them, okay. please. Zed, Zed has a point. <laughs> We're woefully out outgunned here. I mean, I have this, and I pat the pelican case. You don't know how to use that. It didn't Maxie fit does. in the case. We have to get to Maxi first. I know that we give it to him and he shoots everybody. Yes. But more importantly, yes. more importantly, Chone opens it, pulls the hat out, unfolds it, and <gasps> plops it on Zet's hat as quick as they can. We have like, this. <laughs> and I, I close the <laughs> I close the Pelican case and I look over at Zed and go, I told you it would fit in the car. <sighs> Ignoring that. So, question uh, for some for something Zed would know that Caleb doesn't. So okay. we work for Omni. Um, yes, we right now we are more or less Zed's more or less of a contractor. Um, we've got a big budget for this job. Would we be able to call in any sort of? corporate asset from Omni itself with Ma- Maxi being kidnapped? Is that within our corporate allowances or is this just we would have the money to go buy some mercs if we need to? Um, no matter which way, if you do that either with Omni's money or by calling Omni's special operations units, it's going to raise questions. Namely, what was Maxi doing and when we he don't was know. captured? No idea. Right? Like, think of it like line of duty, right? Like, they, you know, again, they may come break Maxi out, but there may be some questions after the fact, depending on what they find out after the fact. How about this? I send them a virus to distract them, and then we go in guns blazing. We could sneak in. I'm, I'm oh, sorry. Uh, the three of us are not guns blazing, sneak into a corporate black site. People. I am sneaky. I'm sneaky. Ish. I mean, at times. When I want, when I want to be. Um, I, I know subtle is I not. I have a level 90 rogue. Okay, I know how it's done. Yeah. I've gumption. I think it, it if if and we are weighing for revenge. If we are weighing yeah, consequences here, the consequences <laughs> of us on our own and mm-hmm. lead to death. The consequences of maybe having to answer some uncomfortable questions to our corporate overlords. We can talk our way around that one. I think we obtain some asset support and try to even the playing field. Or, or we try to 
scrounge up some street thugs to help us out. I mean, thinking of <laughs> options here. I don't know. Uh, I mean, okay. Uh, uh, Give me an intelligence check, Joan. And Apex. Oh, gosh. Do we get to do any use anything with this? Nope. Caleb, I thought you were about to dive into some Aladdin like Riff Rev Street Rat. Gotcha. Uh, 15? 17. Heck. It occurs to both of you separately that you do have other people besides Omni you could call. You just don't know what kind of favors you're going to be trading. Apex, the, the name that pops into your head is Lillian. She knows lots of people. Shown. Uh, <laughs> you remember that last night you guys made a deal with a very powerful government agency. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, but I also remember we owe them something before we get things. And I don't know if, uh, you know, asking them for more favors Although, is wise at this point. We could leverage the fact that we need Maxi in order to complete our goal to help them. Or, and I'm just spitballing here, Maxi was hot on the trail of Redcap when he was... Redcap obviously has something to do with these people, so, you know, maybe we could get a little help to get him out of this little situation, find out what they're doing for Redcap at the same time. As a, uh, just as a side note that everyone would also know, everyone met Jose... Maxi's fixer. That guy too. So as you are sipping drinks at the yacht club, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm doing that as as side note that you all order drinks that are, are hanging out there. Oh, we so have like a little it. umbrella in it. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, good. <laughs> um, it's like that poolside that- cabana bar. Drink yeah. like drinks in a pineapple. I mean, we could call our friends from last night. I don't really look forward to the price they might exact. I don't think we have enough cards to play with them right now. I can always reach out to uh, some of our special ops teams. I could ask Lillian. She'll probably want something in return. I mean, that's kind of how it is out here. Yeah, um, it, it does I make. Clear... Oh, I was just gonna say it does make sense to call in help. So that is yeah. more we're, likely we're to, have to pay for help somehow. Okay. Yeah, I think we best we best use Omni resources. I mean, he's a he's a member of the team. There, that's why we're there. There, get us out, get people out of trouble. And Zed can talk his way out of anything. So if. Maxie was up to some shenanigans. Maxie wouldn't do that. He's on a job. He wouldn't just run off on his own. He, he's, Which he's a job? professional. He's a professional. <laughs> he's contracted to Omni. Didn't he say, uh, wasn't he working with one of his buddies, though, for a favor? Like, maybe that's the favor that got called in. Yeah, but he wouldn't do anything against the corp, so it should be okay. So 
So I know that we met his fixer. Did we get his number? No, but you know, con- you know what restaurant he hangs out at? What bar, I should say. And if you mention it out loud, it's easy enough to find that number. We could try calling that. Was that Jose? We could try calling him first and see if he can give us any insight. You think he'll talk to us? Well, if he had something to do with whatever Maxi got into, there's a good chance he would help. Possibly. It's worth a shot. Uh, Can I pull Maxi's phone records from the past couple days and look for a call about that time? Yep. Easy to do. Send that number over to as that's low. Yep, because you've got you've got a lot of records for just keeping track of each other when you're out on field operations. So yeah. Yeah, I'll try calling Jose. Yeah, you're the talker. That's the Okay. What? Uh, <laughs> he picks up, he goes he goes, You're Maxie's buddy, right? That I am. Are you gonna, are you in the know with where our friend Maxi is? Nope. Hmm. Was I supposed to be? I'm not sure. Um, Do you Maxie, know where Maxi is? It's what we're trying to figure out. Maxi went off on some errands and has been radio dark for a little while. How long's a little while? Day-ish? Yes, true. Day and a half? 15 hours. That one, 15 hours. Oh, wait, no. uh, Oh, yeah. 24 24 plus 6 minus 3. 27 hours. Multiple hours. Multiple hours. A a day plus. Okay. (laughs) Do you have any information about where he was last seen? Uh, Yes. Yeah. I, I give him the little by the image scum of the earth. Yeah, it, it's the uh, picture of like Maxi in the middle, smashing his glow as he's got like eight people pointing guns at him. Maxi does go with dignity though; like he doesn't freak out. Like you don't see like like oh. No, Maxi's just like all right. Well, you got me. Um, Classic Max. Yeah. He goes okay. So what you're telling me is that Maxi got picked up by somebody. Do you know who this is? Yep. And we believe we know where it is. Okay. So what do you want? Problem is, Maxie's our... He's our heavy. Right. So what do you want? Yes. Um, I don't know if you have any uh, spare assets for an extraction. He goes, baby. He goes, do you have any idea where he might be? Where they might be holding him? Yep. Okay, where are they oh, holding yeah. him? I send him that. <laughs> pretty pretty sure this is a black site that he's at. He goes, looks like one. He goes, okay. Uh, I mean, what are you looking for? You want us to see if they'll sell him? You want us to see if we have to go in there guns blazing? And how much money do you guns got? Blazing. Guns blazing. I if If we can buy him, <laughs> let's buy him. I got deep pockets. Well, we got to figure out what the hell he did. 
One one second, and like Chone puts their hand over the camera, the glow. <laughs> and like there's a nice button. I say. What are you doing? We want to we want them to pay. Paying these guys money to go in and kill everybody would make Apex's life better. Uh we're playing chess here, not face punching. I never played chess. I don't I, punch I don't, faces. I, I I hire people to punch faces. Yeah, I punch the, computer got, systems metaphorically. Gotta play the long game here. We gotta be careful. I yes, I don't know what a long yes, game we are, is. Yes, we can angle to take down upgrade, but we don't need to tip our hand too early. And if this my, is just a side thing, let's make let's make it easy. E- Occam's razor, easiest solution: pay some money. Money doesn't matter. It's not our money. Pay some money, murder the scum, save our friend. I mean, it would be cheaper. I mean, I think it would be more economical to hire somebody to come in and shoot everybody except Maxi, rather than hire everybody to go in and negotiate more money for Maxi. Is Ken Jose here all of this, by the way? I didn't didn't hit mute. (laughs) I hit the mute button. I hit the mute button. Okay. (laughs) So, if we're weighing consequences... Okay. Going in guns blazing leads to more guns blazing, which means coming back to us, which means starting a fight we're not ready to win yet. If we play it slow to regroup, we can work with the UN and the IOG. We can get bigger guns and then win. Ugh, Sid, why do you have to be so good at talking? I have a question. Yes, thank you for raising your hand. How may I help you? So, in this scenario, where we regroup more than the three of us are in the back of this car, I I don't understand how we can get more grouped. Um, And then we spend a lot of time cozying up to these other resources. Uh, Maxi may die of old age or, you know, bullets uh, before we get around to that. So, quickest solution, we talk to Jose. Jose's on the phone waiting for us. He's listening to some boring asshole music. He makes the inquiry. If they say, yes, here's a dollar amount for Maxi, we do it. If they say, fuck off and die, we give him a different amount of money to go in with guns. Either way, we get Maxi back, team is assembled, we move on. Yes, again, thank you for raising your hand. How may I help you? Asking for Maxi gives away the element of surprise. Because right now, they have no idea that they've been tracked. If somebody rolls up to their secret uh, gov- secret compound and go, Hey, do you have this Maxi fellow? We'd like to pay for him. And they, even if they do say fuck off, then, well, it's going to make an extraction that much harder. Fair point, but... Jose works in this circle. He can do it in the right way. Let, let's let's ask Jose which would be the quickest option. All right, I'm on board with that. Fine. Okay. Boop boop. Thank you for waiting. We appreciate your patience. You guys are fucking weird. Yes, we are. Thank we you. also have a lot of money, so <laughs> it's worth it. 
Um, so we need Maxi back. What do you think is the fastest way? I'm fine with trying to buy him, but I don't want to tip our hand if you think that would make an extraction harder if we have to I go mean, in guns blazing. We're we okay with guns blazing. We can use an intermediary and find up. Yeah. And find out what is going on. You say upgrade yourselves, got him. Yep. Great. Give me, give me like two or three hours. You said you lost contact with him yet. They grabbed him yesterday morning. 7 a.m. He goes, they follow standard court protocol. They're going to move him before tomorrow morning. They don't ever keep those people in in a place for more than two days, ever. For, you know, guns blazing reasons. Right. So we do have a pretty good... um, we do have a pretty good tracking protocol, so we can keep an eye on the sky. If they move, we may be able to spot them. But if if we can start a conversation and just uh, move some money around, let's try it. <laughs> you can reach me back at uh, at this number. Okay, I'll make some phone calls. And you can let me know if you need a virus sent to them. Just throwing right. that out there. I got one ready. Click. <laughs> Hang up. Stop it. Um, so what are you doing in the interim? <sighs> Let's go back to All the apartment. Why? Take a couple of- we stay out here, you know, we're maybe closer get a little here, closer. Right? Yeah, we're all right. No, you are you are a ways from yeah. oh, it's everything. it's like way will- up there. Oh, well, I thought it was even further the- out. I'm sorry. No, no, let's no. You are on forward. the opposite side of now. Oh, yeah, then let's definitely go back. Sorry. But, like, can we head towards there so that when Jose is ready, we're ready to step in? Why Why do you insist on walking in front of the people who want to shoot bullets not, at us? Not in no, no, front, no. behind. But we're ready for when Jose is like, hey, my people are there. And we'll be like, cool, us too. Like, we're, yeah. we're ready to come we in behind you. We will not you. help that transaction in any way. We will get in the way and we will get everybody killed. Just thinking we're, we could have like a getaway car you, for- You can for help Maxi. from the internet, which is everywhere. But the closer we are, the better. Plus, we will be there to support Maxi if he comes out and he's all traumatized and stuff. I'm we need reading to be good friends. I'm reading an ebook right now about conflict resolution and something called um, it's some sort of syndrome where he identifies with his captors and falls in love with one of them. I don't know. Oh. This could be actually a fictional novel. I'm not sure yet. But we but need to be able to support be- him. Okay. At the very least. We could we could get some more gear. I didn't bring everything with me. We could get some more of Maxie's guns. You like carrying his guns around in these big boxes. Okay, okay. Okay. At the very least, let's do that. Okay. I think also. No, I'll just take care of it. Let's go. (sighs) Call another uh, robo taxi. Yeah, let's. We'll get some to-go food and. Oh, good. Uh, I'm. I'm definitely gonna put everything on Reginald's tab. <laughs> what do you? What are you in the mood for to go? I mean, they've got a variety of seafood, but it's, I mean, the menu's basic, but you know, nice. Anything in particular you're looking for? Uh, 
like some like some good sandwiches, some good travel sandwiches, some soup. We have like shrimp, like you know, yeah. popcorn yeah. shrimp. Like, so it's like finger food. Yeah, exactly. Fried like popcorn shrimp and and fries. Yeah, yeah. of like, course, and fries. Like yeah, five orders of popcorn shrimp and fries. Yes. Yes. I want to well, go okay. to so you, <laughs> you you make a, a considerable takeout order and grab a auto cab back toward the city. Um, and I put everything on Reginald's tab, and the note is, "Ha ha, your turn." Winky face. <laughs> Winky face. Uh, on the that, way, as you say, are, on the way back, um, I do, I do want to do one thing. Um, go ahead. I'm going to use our corporate account and like, I'm going to, hi- I want to spend some time hiding the back trail, but by the time we get back to the apartment, I want to have a newly purchased, slightly used armored van, uh, that we can use as kind of a mobile command rig because we don't want to be taking a robo taxi or that can be traced to us everywhere we go. Okay. Uh, wow. it'll take some time for that kind of a thing to get purchased. We got more um, than two hours. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's probably going to take more than that. Um, that's probably like while a, you're while you're browsing, you find like a, a nice older armored black van with a slight red stripe on it, slightly used, handful <laughs> of bullet holes, uh, with a spoiler. With a hundred percent, I I am buying that. Um, it's a classic. Okay, love <laughs> playing that together. If we, if we can find them, maybe we can hire these guys. <laughs> No, uh, seriously, if I can find one on Facebook, Bookface Marketplace, don't see, don't sue us. Um, I will definitely do it. Okay, it, I will. It doesn't have to be like amazing. It's just it, it, we need a ride. Yep, yep. Armored is the thing that that tends to to push it into the. I can get this in the next few hours. To might take some time. Um, so let me let me think on that for a moment. Meanwhile, I will cut over to Maxi. Where it's dark. suddenly it it's not like dark anymore, and I'm bound up. <laughs> suddenly it's you, not it dark. No uh, sm- it's no longer dark. Okay. Someone has um, taken. It looks like what they had done is they'd taken like literally like ski goggles that were spray painted black on the inside, and they were just over your face. And so you feel somebody take the muffs off your ears and the goggles off, and you appear to be sitting in a shed. And there's a guy sitting in front of you. What does this guy look like? Um, he's about five ten, sandy brown hair, like a very very light light brown, very nondescript. Like if you saw this guy in a crowd, you would just your eyes would move right past him. Okay. Notice he's very odd. like he's one of those like he looks like everyone and no one all at the same time. Uh. Maxie's first instinct is to take in the room after he looks at this guy. Are there any light sources other than maybe on the ceiling? Is it does is it look like there's light coming in from outside? Is it does it appear to be day yeah. or night? Like, you know. It appears to be daytime. Um the shed appears to literally just be a poured concrete slab with corrugated metal walls and like four by four pressure treated lumber posts holding it up, a slanted corrugated roof ceiling with like it looks like somebody literally ran an extension cord over like a like in between one of the corrugations and is there's like a little light hanging from it you are literally sitting in a white lawn chair with your hands strapped to each arm and two legs strapped to the legs 
I'd like to make a perception check to be able to try to determine maybe what's around the shed. Like outside noise. Okay. Give me a perception check. Oh shit, 21. Okay. Um, you don't hear any cars in the distance. You can hear the sound of like waves okay. hitting the shore. Again, you you smell sea air. It does appear to be daytime from the cracks in the corrugation. Um, and there is just, like I said, a little sliding door in the front of the shed behind him. He's sitting on a small three-legged wooden stool in front of you, between you and the door. Is this the part where I ask what you need from me? I assume no, I'd already is... be dead if you didn't have some need for me. Well, I need to know a couple things. Who brought you to the barge? Providence. Okay. Is Providence a person, or are you stating like the universal concept of, of Providence and luck? Interpret it how you will. Okay. You weren't alone. Who was with you? Is anyone truly alone? <laughs> and with that, like, he literally chuckles at you. He's like... Okay. What did you see in the barge? That's a very good question. Mostly boat things, I believe. There was did at you least take... one large anchor. <laughs> did you take anything from the barge? Fond memories and new friends. New friends. <laughs> he goes, new friends. Okay. People I didn't kill. Well, funnily enough, you guys didn't kill very many people. So then I made new friends. <laughs> he goes, you're an interesting person, Mr. Koenig. I do not get called that very often. You've got a hell of a background here, pal. I do what I can. One must keep life interesting. Did you see anything interesting on the barge? More boat things. Okay. Here's the thing. He goes, my bosses want to know what you saw and what information you have. If you can't give me anything, they're just going to tell me to put a bullet in your head just as insurance. Your bosses know very well what was on that barge, aside from data. They know I saw it because I was on the barge. 
So what possible information could I provide that they don't already have? Well, just what you did. Confirmation. Who sent I, you? I did not tell you what I saw. I simply said there were things on the boat. Your, your bosses know what those things are. Who sent you? Providence. You're working for Omni right now. Did Omni send you? Omni does not know I am here. I know you're in Silicon City. Of course, I am working for them in a capacity. I'm sure they know that you don't know that you're in a shed right now, but we'll leave that for another time. You do not know my friends. They may know what, Was, exactly where I am. Were you on the BARD as part of a part of your contract with Omni? No. I was not. He's doing a a check because he doesn't know you're not lying. So. So Omni didn't send you. She's not going to tell me who did send you, are you? I've told you multiple times. Apparently, you need to clean your ears or define what you think Providence means. Yeah, Providence. Right. Who was with you? Let's everyone try this anyway. The we... spirits of everyone I've ever buried, the spirits of everyone I've ever become <laughs> friends with. I am never alone. <laughs> he's like laughing. He's like, he's like, you are good at this. You are clever. <sighs> He just he sits now? there and stares at you for a minute. <laughs> no, you can't go now. Okay. You weren't sent by Omni. Is there anything else you'd like to tell me that would give my bosses reason not to tell me to just come in here and shoot you? I cannot tell your bosses what they can or cannot provide or determine, I suppose, what would be valuable. I'm saying I assure you, I am, I assure you I am more valuable alive than dead, but... That depends on what value your bosses find in their own lives. How are you more valuable to them alive than dead? Again, the question is not how valuable am I, but how much do they value their lives? Oh, so you're saying that if we kill you, someone's going to come kill them. Is that a threat? That's Providence. I'm really enjoying these conversations. Do you need some water or something? How you doing? You hungry? I could eat. Thirsty? I could drink. Okay. I'll be back. And then with that, he gets up. About five minutes later, uh, two guards with weapons walk in. Both of them are masked up. And they... One of them straps, literally straps like a camelback to the back of the chair and like hooks the nozzle to your lapel. And says, water. Thank you. And Maxie will. And then they leave. 
How old is the lawn chair Maxi strapped to? I mean, it's not like a billion years old. I mean, it's like not brand new, but not like ancient. What kind of lawn chair is it? It's a plastic. It's a straight up like white plastic stacking chair. Green, green plastic. Okay. Yeah, it's like a pseudo Adirondack. Got it. Maxie's gonna try and break free of the chair. Uh, he'll try to put some his- weight. He'll try to put some weight on his feet and kind of throw himself against the floor of the shed. It's a concrete floor. Yeah. His body. His body weight alone should shatter most of the chair. If, again, plastics haven't improved that much in the in the world of Identico. Some plastics like? are good, but I'm gonna give it. Give me a strength check. All right. Can I use my martial arts skill? No. <laughs> no. Hey, it's worth an ask. Worth an ask. It's worth an ask, but no. <laughs> uh, 17. Um, you hear some, like, straining and cracking. Um, perception check. Uh, right after you fall down, you hear some kind of cracking of the chair. You think you've got one leg loose. And do you see the door open and two guys walk in and go, really? <laughs> the tube fell off my lapel. I was trying to reach it and the chair fell over. We believe you. He actually leaves you flat on your back and sticks the tube in your mouth and goes, there you go. And then they walk back out and just kind of, they don't, they don't close the door. They just stand there in the doorway. Maxie drinks his water. Okay. Cut back to the team. Now you arrive back at your apartment. Uh, How many ID points did you want to spend? Show that is an excellent question, and I'm going to look at the wonderful Identico rule book uh, that is just so beautifully laid out and find that out. Product placement here. <laughs> here we go. Deep points. Stuff you can do with Cashing it on. Uh, You're going to find it before I will. Oh, you have the hard copy. It's so pretty. Nothing specific on this. I'm going to say get it within like three hours. It's going to cost you fifteen hundred. Yeah, I will. uh, I will definitely. I'll pay that price. That's not a problem. I've got a I I oh Omni Records has a guy show a guy in this area who does custom uh, security vehicle work. I'll see if he's got any. We'll see if he's got anything you know lying around that might fit the bill. Okay, uh, you get something brought to you. It'll take about three or four hours. Okay. Uh, but about the time that you get back to your apartment. Uh, the fixer calls you back, said. Hello. He goes, boy, did Maxie piss those guys off? Oh, boy. 
So what'd you find out? Um, well, the sale price for them is there, but it's it's a joke because they just put a random number on it, knowing that you're never going to pay it. How much is it? Uh, 50 million souls. What was our operating budget? <laughs> Not that much. No, he's worth it. Hey, he's uh, worth well, it to me. Honestly, Jose goes. Yeah. Jose goes. Look, it's it's not a real number. They say it to say it because they're not going to sell them. Look, man, you want to try and snatch and grab him? There's a risk he's going to end up dead anyway. Ugh. Do it. He goes, and it's going to take me some time to cobble the other crew that can assault something like that. We don't have. That's that not like a two-minute job. Yeah. Would you right. have? Would you be able to do it before they move him? Probably not. No, yeah. no, that's, me, that's not acceptable. Let me uh, let me reconsider some options, and I'll give you a call back. Okay. Good luck. <sighs> All right. Okay. Screw it. Let's call the UN. <laughs> Oh, I've got one more idea. Okay, that was not. Just, let's just escalate. Okay, are you calling? Are you calling, or are you listening to Chone's idea first? <laughs> I, I will listen to Chone's. Oh, yeah, like sorry, I, sorry. I, yes. Oh, yes. Your hands raised, of course. Thank you. <laughs> it can be taught. What if we? I got. I've got a car, co- a, a, a van coming. We take it out there, and we just kind of set up a discreet surveillance. So when they move him. We can track them again so that once Jose has, you know, a team built, we can go in and get him. I just worry that they're not going to move him and they're going to just kill him. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. We don't know what he did. I, I know um, Maxi can take care of himself, but they're not likely to deal with his personality for an extended period of time. He's got great personality, but, you know. Oh, yeah, we love him, but who else? It's Um, an acquired taste. Yeah. (laughs) Jose's right. We go in for a fight, he's just as likely to get shot in the crossfire, or they're just as likely to execute him while they beat feet out of there. We could sneak in, uh, lie about who we are, like, oh, we work for the worst corporation, too. Um, (laughs) We're here to move the prisoner. Um, maybe not those exact words. I'm not the words person. There's a reason I'm not the words person. Um, just throwing it out there. I, I mean, we either come up with something clever to do ourselves and do it fast, or we end up owing a favor to somebody. Um, which could be the UN, could be Lillian. We kind of have to weigh out. Can you get a hold of Lillian? Where? 
let, let's let's exhaust some resources before we go call we daddy. We still do have Omni Special Ops, but we're running out of time. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't feel like we have time for them. Um, yeah, I'll text yeah. I'll text Lillian. Um, what are you telling Lillian or asking Lillian specifically? So, um, I'm gonna send a text that says. Um, Hey, babe, it's your friend Apex. <laughs> Got a bit of a sitch. Uh, help a friend out. Winky face. <laughs> What's the situation is the reply you received. <laughs> okay, this is good. We're talking. Um, <laughs> uh, our friend has been taken by some scumbags. Time is of the essence. We need some help. Who took him? Do I feel like texting would be secure? Um, like if I'm texting? Yeah, in, in, okay. yeah you've got end-to-end -end encryption on your stuff. Okay, so yeah, I'll, I'll like double-check my encryptions and um, then I'll reply with um, Upgrade Yourself Industries. They suck. How did your friend piss them off? I don't know. Um, but I'm okay with them being pissed off because I hate them. So, shrug emoji. <laughs> also, guns blazing is an option. Winky face. <laughs> Do you know where he is? Currently, which is why time is of the essence. Send me a location. I'll text the address. Okay. She goes, give me a minute. She's working on it, guys. Don't worry. Chone seems very distracted and is doing something on <laughs> her glow. <laughs> Zed? Zed is just pacing at this point. He's actually getting kind of visibly upset and anxious. This isn't normal for him. Okay. Uh, I'm just... I'm distracting myself by changing my wallpaper to the picture of Zed in the hat <laughs> on my glow. <laughs> after after Zed fidgets for a few minutes, Chon sighs and then reach over and takes the hat off of Zed, figuring Aww. there's some sort of allergic reaction going on there. <laughs> Aww. Chon's um, a nice one. Um, Maxie has finished the camelback full of water and is now sucking the straw annoyingly. <laughs> okay. Um, I love all Lillian this is a montage. <laughs> yep. Uh, Lillian texts you back and says, we can try and grab him if they move him, but I don't got the people to assault that kind of compound fast. Ugh. <sighs> Yeah. What? I mean, 
if you do you know what he did? Because that's going to tell us whether they're just going to ice him or whether they're going to move him. He so, was a bit solo uh, for this mission, so we don't know what, what he, was he doing. did. Um, this probably not bad stuff. I mean, he seems like a a, a pretty straight shooter. Literally and, and by that, metaphorically. Yeah, but by that you mean <laughs> corporate assassin. Um, well, okay, okay. Uh, fair, fair. Um, <laughs> but also, I said we can try. You could try and grab him in route. I can get you some muscle to try and grab him in route, but that's the best I can do on short notice. Unless you can find some way to leverage upgrade yourself into handing him over like work with them like, like blackmail oh fuck yeah I can do that <laughs> I mean you have to find something but oh I have something gonna, I have something, something that's, gonna, that's gonna make them want to give him up I mean, I don't know, like a, a total corporate negligence that leads to the death of of people. Is that like something that these corporations do every day? <sighs> I hate corporations. Me too. <sighs> That's why you're awesome. Um, okay, so. Probably, probably grab him on the move. If you're gonna do this with guns, yeah. Okay, let's prep for that. Uh, we have a vehicle we're getting, obtaining. Um, and then let me talk to my friends and see if there's anything else that we might have to leverage. Okay. What are you all doing now? So I, I will update the others on that whole conversation. Um, and say, like, we, we can either try to grab him when he's getting moved, or we try to blackmail upgrade yourself. Which so the problem is we don't know they're gonna move him. We don't know what he did, but there's always a strong chance that they're just gonna execute him. Uh yes, Joan. I can have an Omni Tac team here seven hours. Okay. And I mean, Lillian's people can help us if he gets moved. She said it's a fortress. She doesn't think guns blazing while he's there is a good move. Um, um, I'm going to try and uh, duck back into the Omni system. I know we lease some uh, time, some satellite yep. time. 
and I want to see if I can give any of the satellites that we have access to are in the Bay Area and possibly I can get some time on to get some higher resolution images, uh, possible body count, that type of thing. There will be time on the keyhole in about two hours. All right, I'll, put it, I'll make a reservation for that and take care of it when that happens. Okay. What would Maxie do? Like, if it, if it was one of us and uh, Maxie was going to rescue, what... He'd call in an orbital strike so they couldn't extract information from Okay, but I'll, like... I'll, I'll say... <laughs> I'll say this, Apex, you don't know Maxi well. No. But you've seen Maxi work. And I would think at this point you would probably believe that Maxi is someone that doesn't easily give up on a team member. Definitely. So, uh, you know, okay. that those are facts you know about Maxi. Okay, Maxie's so Maxi facts. Thinking about Maxi, things Actually, he's done, Maxie things, facts. things, things we know he would do. Um, hear me out. Crazy plan. Uh, we go back to the apartment. Are we at the apartment? We're at the apartment. We at the apartment. We we get his sniper rifle. We go to this location. Building across this, hear me outside. I see you shaking your head. Um, get to a safe building across the street, sneak in there, scope it out with the, the fancy scope. And then, if we think we can have a shot, I hack in with the virus at the same time somebody shoots. So it's like, oh, this is happening and that's happening. Big distraction. Run in, grab him, get out. The end question yes i don't mean to poo poo your idea i i applaud uh sudden violence of action thank you but if you look at the satellite photos that we got from um from smoogle earth mm -hmm. um there's really not any buildings high nearby to do it it's kind of like off you know off in its own little world um a little remote Shall we say? Also, I, mean, I don't think any of us can use a sniper very well. You don't have to like. You, all you have to do is be accurate enough not to hit Maxi, because the point is that it's a distraction, <laughs> not like you don't have to shoot anyone. Is... You just have to just make them think that you're going to, without murdering our friend. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like this. I don't like I that mean, at all. it's that, or like, I don't know. Maybe we go bold. We just walk in there and be like, hey, give him back. I've got it. These ideas keep getting worse somehow. I've got it. I've Come got up it. with something better. <laughs> I'm on a roll. I've got it. Yeah. We show up and get ourselves captured so we can break him out from the inside. Set the hat on fire. 
That's how good that idea was. This hat just got set on fire. I think it's not a bad idea. No. Upgrade yourself <sighs> might kind of hate me. So I could easily get myself captured. By... So then we have two people to rescue instead of. No. And then I sneak a gun into to Maxie and he gets us out. <laughs> This is so bad. Is guns blazing from the the inside out? Ministry of plans. As as an outsider (laughs) listening to these plans, I just have to say I appreciate the simplicity of I just sneak a gun in or we just break him out. Like as if it is something that's it's like an item on a checklist, right? And you're like, check, got captured, check. Stuck gun in. Check. Gave to Maxi. Check. Freedom. <laughs> that is. You, you, forgot the, you forgot the question. You forgot the question mark. I did. I did. Profit. I forgot the question mark. Yes. Profit. All right. We Apex, need to either call Omni or call UN. Apex, will you please inform the person I am no longer talking to, Zed, that I could probably call in the strike team to do it. Alternatively, we could attempt to take you there prisoner because they are after you and see if we can ransom you and instead Whoa, throw a gun go. to Maxi. He kills everybody. We come home and eat the rest of that shrimp. Yes, there you go. You guys go in there as Omni being like, hey, we want to make some friends. We're new in town. We heard you hate this chick. Here you go. And then... Hey, Maxie, here's a gun. I, f- I feel like that is a high likelihood of losing multiple assets as opposed to regaining one asset. Would you please inform the, like- my former companion known as Zed that our asset has a name? Zed, our asset has a name. Also, I feel like we're willing to risk our asses for this asset. <sighs> Also, I feel like you're kind of being a Debbie Downer. I'm trying to be what a plans Debbie are you contributing? Okay. What, I've what, contributed what plans? many great plans that are <laughs> okay. very simple and let mm. us stay here and stay alive. Yeah, but are they uh, very likely to rescue Maxie in a timely manner? Uh, they are more likely than us driving up and trying to bargain with people that want to kill you. It's like a Chewbacca situation. You just be like, oh, we've captured the prisoner. And yeah, that didn't work either. <laughs> that ended very badly. Apex is very much Han Solo at the communications <laughs> council right now. Uh, we're, we're OK. How, how are you? <laughs> so, so in this historical documentary, please remember how badly that went. They jumped into the trash chute and a they, monster almost ate them. They almost all survived almost. was what I they, would say if I They escaped. They, they, um, I'm, I'm like going to, to my room. I'm going to my room. I'm going to my room. I can't handle this anymore. I'm going to my room. And Wait, Zed, did you just quit on Maxi? I think it did. I feel no. like Zed does not value our team. No, 
I'm <laughs> I'm going to my room and I am calling our contact at the IOG. She she picks up and do you basically kind of give her the whole outlay of what's happening? Yes, I you do. Tell her all of our good plans. No, I leave those out because they're. She goes. No. She goes. She goes. We can get them, but you're gonna pay big. I'm fine with that. But uh, but I I pay. They don't need to. No no no. We're picking all three of you up in an hour. Oh okay. That's fine. Can we hear this? No, I'm in my no. room. The door is closed. <laughs> okay, fine. I it and, really hard. And she, she hangs up. Cool. I walk out of the room. Pack your bags. When you walk out of the room, there in front of your door is a small uh, burnt shell of a hat with a little, with a couple candles around it, and a little, sh- like a little, sh- almost a Shinto shrine sitting next to the t- next like to the door. Petals. I, <laughs> I am I, in Max's MP3. Like <laughs> Zed doesn't see that, and he just walks over it. I'm in Maxie's room looking at his guns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Pack your shit. We are leaving in an hour. So do our plan? No. Are we going to be setting more fine hatware on fire? No. Well, then I might be on board. Seriously, pack up. We've got an hour. On the bed, Apex, you see there is uh, there are two uh, plasma cartridge revolvers. There is one battle carbine with the long with the scope stock and a long barrel attachment and there is a hard sniper rifle like it's just a full-on sniper rifle sweet i'm gonna strap the sniper rifle to my back um i'm going to as big as you (laughs) i don't know how tall is apex um Wow, she's very tall, five foot eight. Okay, so like Maxi, is it like an anti-materiel rifle, or is it, it is not? Standard- it is. It is not a an anti-materiel rifle. It is a okay. It is a stand. I mean, it's a long rifle. Okay. It is a no, no. It's it's not as as long as you. I mean, it's probably it's probably three and a half feet long. It's surprisingly light for its size. Oh yeah, it's very light. Okay. That's that's why it's got a strap. So you can carry it, um, and I will take the. Um, you said there's two pistols. Of some yeah, there's kind? two. There are two uh, plasma cartridge revolvers. Okay, I will take the two revolvers as well, with the intention of handing those off to Maxi because he'll know how to use them. <laughs> and I feel set. I, I do have my uh, nano silk overalls and shirt okay. on, by the way. So, about an hour later, there's a knock at your door. Zed's been in his room packing. He goes and opens the door. He goes, all right, let's go. We're going downtown. Come on, kids. Bus is here. To save our friend. Is yeah, that's that's in process. Come on. 
in, in process like you're doing it without us? Or like, we need details. This is... We super don't. Like, we super don't. We, we super do. Super do. <laughs> she goes, oh, I didn't tell you. Uh, about half an hour ago, we swore out a warrant for Maxie. Sorry, what? 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 Uh-huh. Can you be a little more specific? Well, see, when we swear out the warrant for Maxie, and then when our people call upgrade yourself and say, here's a warrant, we know you have him, hand him over, or suffer the consequences, they'll hand him over. This is why we just call daddy, and daddy fixes it. Thank you. He goes, but you I think our plans would have worked. She she points it at Apex. She goes, someone wants to talk to you about Rob Barnes. I would like to know that my friend is safe first. Deal. Okay. Uh, come on, we gotta go downtown. Okay, well, I'm bringing all the guns because Maxie's gonna want them. <laughs> sure. Zed, Zed's had a migraine. <laughs> oh, do you guys, do you guys get in the car with them? I do. Good. Yeah. Good. Okay. I didn't want to go alone. He's been downstairs this whole damn time. He just walked past this conversation. I'm done. Let's go. He's in the shotgun waiting to go. You are. You are. You're in a, again, nondescript white SUV. Uh, she drives you to the UN building in downtown San Francisco, where you head into an underground parking garage. She, you get out. Uh, you are motioned past security and put into an elevator. Uh, based on the motion of the elevator, you think you're going down for a few seconds. Uh, you come out into a sterile gray hallway with a IOG logo over what appears to be plexiglass doors. She scans her chip at the reader and leads you inside and into a conference room. She goes, hungry, thirsty, you good? I've had too much popcorn chicken. We have Sprite. Ooh, please. Ginger ale, Sprite, what's better? Mountain Dew? Sure. She, she, uh, Make like tap something on her glow, and a few minutes later, another agent brings in an assortment of soft drinks and snacks. And now we're going to cut over to Maxie. Uh, sometime later, uh, the guards stay there, uh, kind of watching you the whole time. Uh, sometime later, are you going to do anything? Actually, let me ask Maxie. Are you going to do anything in the interim? So you said Maxie thought he got his left leg free, yep. or it was possible—you know, it, maybe not free, but loose, right? Looser. Uh, he's going to continue to kind of work that leg, so if he needs to pull it free, he can. Okay. But he's you think try- after about yeah, after he's about half an hour, you think you've got you've got one leg out, but you've but- you've hidden it in a way where it doesn't look like it's out. Exactly. Like so, for example, like he didn't pull it out of the binding, but the binding's loose enough that he could pop it free. Maybe I don't know, but 
Uh, he's no, going no, to, I got I mean, you. Yeah, you can get it out if you need to. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's um, going to continue to wait, and he's again, he's just sucking on this dry straw, like annoying the guards, doing his best to. You know, he's humming infectious songs. I was going to ask, does, does Max uh, start singing like, this is a song that doesn't end. You hear it like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get, you get some of that. You get some of... <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah. and there's a couple of, uh, you know, there's a couple of Eastern European tunes in there, too. Maybe he's doing his own little. The... But yeah, he's just doing his best to kind of entertain himself and annoy his captors. OK, um, after some time, the original interrogator guy comes back. He goes, he sees you laying on the ground. He's like, he picks up the chair, and sets you up. He goes. Well, I'm not sure if it's the best day of your life or the worst day of your life. Providence. You're an interesting guy, Mr. Koenig. Am I saying your last name right? Yes. He goes, well... Whether it's fortunate or unfortunate, I don't know. But somebody with uh, more juice than my bosses wants you. And my bosses have agreed to hand you over. So, uh, we can do this the easy way or the hard way. What's it going to be? I see no reason to do it the hard way, unless that's your choice. No. He cuts the zip ties and kind of helps you up. As he As he goes to, like cut the leg like Maxie just kind of lifts his left leg out <laughs> he goes oh look who was being sneaky he's like I like you he goes I think you and I are gonna meet again somewhere perhaps if it's Providence he uh he goes I don't uh do I need to handcuff you? Do I look as though I'm going to fight? Yeah, kinda. If it will make you and your men feel better, then handcuff me. Okay. He, uh, they put the goggles back over your face and earmuffs on, and they handcuff you. Uh, a short time later, you are put into a car and driven somewhere. Um, they drive around for about 25 minutes. Um, you can't really hear anything, but you're pulled out of the car, and it feels like you're basically handed to somebody else who puts you into a different car and drives again another 40 minutes. Um, do any of the folks you, around, for example, uh, before we do the transfer, okay, go ahead. Uh, yeah, go ahead. The, uh, are there any particular smells the, with the people that are around me? They've blinded me and they've they've muted me, but I can still smell. Like, does anyone wear any particularly like odious cologne it, or not odious? The, the the interrogator guy who cut you out, who you've been talking to. You, again, you you would know it if you smelled it ever again, 
but that's okay. not like Maxie's thing where like he would like, oh, that's Calvin Klein number seven. Like, yeah. if you smelled something similar again, you'd probably be able to isolate it. But I mean, aside from the sales of like the guards, it smells. You could kind of smell some deodorant. Um, one of them smells kind of boe, sweat, right? Probably from the armor. Right. Um, but no. Um, the biggest thing you notice is you do hear. Um, you do hear um, the sound of seagulls after they pull the earmuffs off your head and the other stuff uh, at the end of the transfer. Okay. No surprise. Just, you know, smelled sea air basically the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of you are sitting in the conference room for some time, 90 minutes. Nobody really comes to bother you. Um, is there anything you want to do in that time? Scan the network. Give me a networks check. Why do we keep doing bad things? <laughs> I, I didn't find anything. Don't get me wrong. 15. Bad? 15. I'm, I'm just scanning. I'm not doing anything naughty. You can definitely see they've got some heavy duty fucking network traffic moving through here. Um, it's a, it's a flex a, server. Give me a perception check with your tech head. Ooh. Where were you a minute ago? So that is with a nat 20, a 34. All right. About 200 yards from where you're sitting, there is a data conduit the likes of which you have never seen. Like it is the rate and it's it's definitely like a like like POE plus on crack, right? Like it is it's carrying power, but it's definitely a data connection. Okay. And it is again, it's a big pipe. You've never seen anything that required that level of simultaneous transition. And it's hardlined, and you can tell it's in an armored... You can tell because of kind of how it... When you see through your tech head, it's like seeing the, mm -hmm. the waves and stuff. Yeah. You can tell it's in an armored cable because of kind of how it gradiates, right? Okay. It gets fuzzy almost to you. Um, and it is... You can't even think of what you would need especially in an enclosed building like this, like this is like major, like no data spec. cable across the ocean level of data mm. transmission. Okay. Apex, anything? As Chone stares off into the middle distance, trying to figure out what they are seeing. You're muted. You're muted. Maybe. Yep. Um, <laughs> are we just alone in this conference room, or are they here with us? Nope. You're all by yourself. All by yourself. But you're never alone. Nope. Um, Mr. Camera sees everything. Truly Not alone. Providence. <laughs> <laughs> um. We're gonna find out later that Providence is the name of his sniper. Oh my gosh! Which I have. <laughs> Um, okay, so we knew the location of where Maxie was. Would I have 
the capability from here of hacking into like any traffic cams or anything to kind of see if I can scope out if he's yeah because you could, as long as you're not doing it on their network because you've got basically cell signal down here yeah okay. give it a shot give me a software check because you guys had already done the traffic cams and started tracing stuff so yeah yeah give me a software check uh, 35. Okay. Uh, you are able to follow the vehicles as they leave. Um, they literally go to a nondescript spot in the port of San Francisco where different SUVs pull up and they literally pull Maxi blindfolded out of one car and stick him in another one. That was about 20 minutes ago. I want to, if I can, I want to just keep following that. Just sort of. It looks trace like where it's heading at. back. To, it looks like it's heading back to where you are right now. Okay. I'll keep watching it just to be sure. Okay. Um, Maxi. You feel yourself kind of going down into a garage. You, As you are pulled out of the car, the handcuffs are taken off of you, and the blindfold is taken off, and you see a large plexiglass door that has the symbol for the United Nations Information and Observations Group on it. There's an agent who's kind of holding you lightly by the arm, and leads you through the door. And after about a minute, you are brought to a conference room. Are you doing anything in that time? Or are you just kind of going? Under his breath, as as Maxi saw the door and the logo, he would have said, uh, I, I don't know the correct term in uh, German or Portuguese, but it would have been the word fuck. <laughs> um, How about Scheisen? You... You uh, are led into the conference room where sit Zed, Chone, and Apex. You see an agent bring Maxi into the conference room and said, and the agent says, wait here. And the agent exits. Chone gets up and walks over to Maxi and hands him a uh, to go box of popcorn shrimp. <laughs> Maxi looks up and nods and then just starts shoveling the cold food into his mouth. I shouldn't say shoveling. He starts eating, but not like, you know, he's not like, ha ah, ha, he's, you know. Eating, he's hungry. Uh, yeah, he's hungry, clearly hungry, but he is, he's reta retaining control. Chone just kind of pats your shoulder and then sits down. I brought your guns for you. We were gonna come rescue you. We had a really good plan. Like we had solid. Good plans. We had a we lot had terrible plans. We had a lot of really solid plans. Um, I ap apologize that this action was necessary. It should not have been, and I'm glad you did not risk yourselves in trying to rescue me. We were ready. We are so ready. I can see that. 
so that whole time we were waiting for uh, waiting for Maxie in the conference room, Zed was just pacing very anxiously. Mm-hmm. And now that he's here, <clears throat> Zed actually drink and eat. He doesn't like gush over the fact that Maxie's back, but he is visibly relieved. I am also going to text Lillian <laughs> and just be like, hey, it's taken care of. Thanks for being there, friend. <laughs> she sends you a thumbs up emoji. Hope you didn't have to sell your soul to get it. Oh, no. I wouldn't do that. He didn't cost us anything. No, I'm... <laughs> nope. So, um, to kind of put this in perspective for what you're about to see, okay? Um, so, as you were sitting there, Maxie, you've eaten... Uh, in walks uh, Zed in walks the engine that you guys have met with a few times now she walks in and behind her is a very very old man like really old he's walking very slowly on a cane and to put this in perspective it's like hey if I showed you you know like would you recognize Joe Biden if he walked in the room like that kind of a thing Right or Bill Clinton, right? Yeah. Uh, the person who walks into the room is, as far as you are aware, was retired, but you've seen his face on newscasts and in documentaries and things like that. Uh, is the founder of the Information and Observations Group, and he sits down at the head of the conference table, puts his cane kind of like between his legs. And goes, you all owe me quite a bit of information. Chone slides him a container of popcorn chicken. <laughs> and that is where we are going yeah. to end today's episode. hand. Arsonist. So, everyone, thank you for joining us. We'll be back in oh. two weeks. Um, Join us this Wednesday for Angel City Stories. That one's in the middle of burning buildings and blowing <laughs> things up. And we drove a car through a building. It was great. Um, so uh, running them down. Uh, Kaylee, where can everybody find you on the internets? The best place to find me is on the Redemption po- redemptionpodcast.com. My cat here, Ahsoka, does not have a Twitter account, but you can find me no. at GG Kaylee. Michael, where can they find you? Well, you can also find me on the Redemption Podcast with Kaylee, with Chum. Uh, uh, we release uh, every other week, and we are deep in, or I should say we're toward the early side of Season 7. Uh, you, can also find me, you can also find me on Mondays on the Gamers Table. Uh, sorry, you can find me Mondays here. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Uh, you can find me Mondays here uh, with Identico, and on Tuesdays you can find me over at Gamers Table playing a Conan game. Nice. Uh, Steph, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on pretty much everywhere at Starlit Firefly. And you can also hear me on the Welcome to St. Paxton podcast, which is at St. Paxton podcast. Um, yeah. And Caleb. And I am online at the Caleb G. You can also hear me over Academy Twitch screen, Twitch stream playing 13th age usually 
every other Tuesday. Hopefully. Yes. Okay. And so for all of us here at Identico, thank you for joining us. We'll be back in two weeks. We're going to see exactly what's going to happen as they have now climbed into the towers of power <laughs> in Identico and possibly sold their souls to the devil. We'll find out next time. Have a great night. Thank you all for coming. I'm Alex the Humanoid. See you later. Bye. Bye.